Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today members exclusive podcast. My name is Henry Jennings, standing in for Marcus today on Friday, the 20th of October 2023. And unfortunately, some reminiscences to some extent of events in the past in October with the market down again today on the back of those 10-year yields in the US pushing up, hitting 5%, down 1.28%, 89.4 points at 10, or sorry, 11.20, so below that 6,900 level. Just remember though, as usual with anything in this podcast, it is general advice only, so please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights. So here we are, 11.20, the market down pretty much across the board, uh, 1.3%. We had an open of 69.60.9, which of course didn't last very long. That was pretty close to the high. Our low of 68.85.1, so only five points at the moment off our low for the day. And as we speak, the market very much across the board losses. Uh, The banks obviously down. Uh, We have CBA down a percent, ANZ down 1.4%. Resources also very much on the nose again. BHP down 1.6% and Rio down 1.4%. Fortescue struggling uh, down 2%. We do have some action in the gold stocks. Gold in Aussie dollar terms did hit a record high. So that certainly has helped our gold stocks. A little bit of confusion today in Newcrest as it comes to the end of its life with some adjustments to the share price due to the special dividend that has been paid, $1.10, uh, that special dividend there. Uh, some systems have it up, some other systems have it down, but uh, Newcrest has gone uh, with that uh, special dividend. The rest of the market, as I say, pretty nasty, really. CSL continuing to fall 1.2% down, ResMed holding up. The oil stocks, despite the fact that we did see a rise in the oil price last night, not doing an awful lot at the moment. Santos up 1.5%, did get a few upgrades this morning from one or two brokers. Woodside pretty much unchanged and Whitehaven pretty much unchanged. But we have seen, of course, the big story apart from uh, the Middle East, which continues to be uh, the tragic big story around the markets. And we've just heard from uh, Joe Biden as well with his speech to the nation, a rare speech to the nation. Uh, urging uh, the nation to stick together, basically, and he'll be uh, sending a bill to Congress, literally a bill to Congress, because he will continue, and the Americans will continue to support the Ukraine and Israel. Uh, So laying out his reasoning for that. Ten-year bonds in Australia at the moment, 4.77%, so coming off uh, the top just a little bit, but we are seeing the US 10 years uh, skirting around that 5% level, which has really hurt our market today. As I said, pretty much green across the screen, across the board. Looking at some of the winners today and some of the losers, I guess uh, Gina Reinhardt is one of the biggest losers today uh, with Liontown, which is down 33% on the back of its capital raise and SPP at $1.80, trading at $1.87.5. Now, if you wanted to have a ticket to the room where it happens, which is what Gina bought with her 19.9% shareholding in Liontown, around three bucks. There are better and easier ways to spend half a billion dollars. You could probably buy uh, some of the Paul McCartney packages for that amount. But certainly at the moment, it is unclear what Gina's plan was and is going forward. But certainly uh, some serious shareholder 
damage done in Liontown. We did say, and we were talking extensively about taking serious money off the table in Liontown at three bucks. The reasoning was, if it was good enough for the board and good enough for Tim Goida, the chairman and one of the biggest shareholders, to accept three bucks from Arbomile, why would you argue with the ultimate insiders? But uh, clearly, uh, Gina joined the party and spoiled the party and has now got a little bit of a hangover with the stock trading at 187.5. We had in the small cap portfolio quite a big position in Liontown, which we got out of most of it at three bucks. We had a 1% holding uh, just in case something extraordinary happened. And this was before Arbomile pulled out. Uh, something extraordinary did happen. Arbomile pulled out. And as a result, they have fallen. I am topping up this morning at around, uh, well, I did buy some on the open at $1.82 uh, or 84 rather, when this is where they open. They're now 187 So that is the big news of the day, Liontown. Certainly not a particularly well-managed funding round for Liontown by any stretch of the imagination, down 32.7%. So it has been, uh, I guess, the biggest story in the resource sector anyway. The other story in lithium, as the lithium stocks continue to be under pressure, uh, we have got one of my favourites, Latin Resources, maybe showing the market a little bit how it's done. Uh, and they are looking at raising 30 million bucks at 25 cents. They closed at 26 and a half cents. So not quite the same kind of discount that the market has required that they did for Liontown. Of course, there is a massive short position as well in Liontown, around 220 million shares uh, were short. I'm sure some of those will have covered in that placement at $1.80, uh, and they will be very happy and toasting uh, the uh, the trade as they have made off like bandits with that one. The other one that I was looking at this morning is Weebit Nano, following their report yesterday of a second foundry signing up to them. No monetary terms announced as yet uh, from that, but commercialization cannot be far away. The market liked it yesterday, and they like it again today. The stock up 87 percent today. Not huge volume, only 820,000 shares traded at the moment, but still uh, it's uh, certainly good. There is uh, one independent uh, analyst out there at the moment running around yet again with his valuation. Uh, I think it's $9.65 plus. Um, so there's certainly some upside scope there, but that valuation has been around for a long time, even with the stock falling away quite dramatically. Have seen a little bit of a rally back in Credit Corp after that disastrous uh, downgrade that we saw earlier in the week, down three point, uh, uh, sorry, up 3.3% at the moment. And Nick Scarley copying a few upgrades from brokers as well this morning. Uh, they're up around 3%. Some of the losers today, uh, apart from Liontown and Gina, uh, IFL, which used to be the Independent Order of Oddfellows, now Insignia Financial, uh, is uh, down 10.5% news that their CEO is leaving the company, not helping there. And Telex Pharmaceutical, which struggled yesterday on the back of some results on the prostate cancer trials, down another 6.5% today. So, as I say, weakness pretty much across the board at the moment. We just had the Biden speech. Uh, Dow futures and NASDAQ futures down slightly around 40 points for the down, around 30 points odd for NASDAQ futures. So not huge losses, but certainly coming on the back of that loss yesterday or last night in the US, uh, that's not particularly helpful. Gold 
hitting all-time highs in Aussie dollar terms. Extraordinary, really. And we are starting to see a little bit of catch-up uh, with some of our gold stocks, which have been underperforming. If you look at Henry's take today, uh, in there, there is a chart supplied by my good friend Richard Morrow, who's the chairman of the Melbourne Mining Club, pointing out the divergence between the Aussie gold price and the Aussie-listed ASX miners, uh, which has been uh, certainly the miners have been lagging here, but uh, a little bit of catch-up being played out. Maybe that's because of the Newcrest uh, merger, maybe not, but um, certainly there is a little bit of uh, catch-up happening, and that should continue even if gold continues just to stay steady where it is. Of course, it's probably a big weekend this weekend, heading into uh, potential uh, ground invasion from Israeli forces into Gaza. Other news around this morning, Event Hospitality has flagged a profit rebound in FY24, uh, and they're flagging total earnings to finish higher uh, against uh, FY23. Uh, Bluescope also cutting their guidance today, cuts its EBIT guidance for the first half to between 620 and 670 uh, versus prior guidance around 700 to 770 million. Bluescope at the moment just suffering a little bit, uh, but not too much, up 1.1%. So actually going against the trends today, which is good to see. Maybe the market was expecting worse there. We've also had some uh, news out this morning from Linus with their sales number falling uh, due to lower rare earth prices and higher inventory levels amongst buyers. Also uh, talking about some of the maintenance issues coming up and also about how the progress is going on their plant. Nothing really very exciting, to be honest. Down 1.6% on the back of that. Uh, Paladin uh, in the uranium space. Uranium attracting a lot of attention still at the moment. Plenty of punters uh, in the uranium space. Paladin back up to uh, just shy of 96 cents, up 1.3% on the back of their quarterly report. Nothing very spectacular there, pointing out the cash balance, pointing out the progress on track on budget to bring back uh, production to the Langer Heinrich in Namibia, uh, which has been mothballed for some time. So that is uh, on track, doing well. Other, lith- other uranium stocks rather doing okay today. I was going to say Boss, but it isn't. Uh, we do have um, a little bit of easing in Boss Energy and Deep Yellow as well today. As far as markets today positions go, as I said, adding to Liontown on the back of this massive fall on this capital raise. Northern Star, which Marcus owns, going well. Up just 1% though, $12.10. Certainly going well. A little bit of divergence with some of the broker speak today in Northern Star. One upgrading, one just having a small downgrade to that one following their production report. But certainly highly geared, of course, to the Aussie gold price, which is doing pretty well at the moment. Luckily, we got out of that Alchem position. They're down another 5%. Lithium stocks generally, once again, under significant pressure. Uh, Pilbara down 2.5% there as well. So very few spots of green in the market. I had talked in the newsletter about AGM potential surprises. CleanAway came out today with their AGM. It doesn't look as if they have surprised at all uh, with their AGM. In fact, to be honest, they've gone the other way, down 2.1% on the back of their AGM comments. Nothing particularly startling uh, coming out of there today, unfortunately. Just finally in Marcus's take this morning, uh, cash still remains king. 
Uh, we do see that uh, that is certainly the safe place to be at the moment on the sidelines. We do have an awful lot of US results, of course, to come. We are in our own AGM season as well. Uh, and, of course, some confessions coming out from there. And we have seen some big moves on the back of AGM comments. But there's plenty going on, to be honest. There's a lot of things happening, a lot of deals being done at the moment. Whitehaven, Liontown, we have a capital raise from... Uh, Latin Resources. We've got the Newcrest winding up. There's also Origin at the moment. In Henry's take today, just talking a little bit about uh, the wind-up of the Newcrest-Newmont deal and maybe the attractions for the two. The two plus two equals five kind of uh, mentality is uh, to be taken there. Uh, hopefully, once they get back on track and focused, and uh, now the merger is almost complete, then we will see uh, a greater focus from the company, no distractions, and we will see uh, that price start to reflect uh, the continuing pr better price of gold. It will be pretty much the number one gold miner in the world. Big is beautiful. Also in my take today, just looking at uh, Robert Friedland, who uh, certainly tells it like it is, and there's a really great interview there with him, a uh, very recent interview as well, where uh, he gets quite cranky and talks lithium and talks many other base metals as well in terms of their outlook. And it's certainly well worth a listen. He is a pretty smart guy, uh, pretty much a legend in the industry and a billionaire resource entrepreneur. Turquoise Hill, Mongolia. Think that. Oya Tolgu in uh, Mongolia. So uh, that is certainly uh, worth a look. It runs to about 40 odd minutes, but uh, very well worthwhile having a listen and a watch of that a YouTube clip. So I would, uh, if you're interested in resources and interested in basically what a billionaire thinks about the resource market, and if you're a billionaire, you can tell it like it is. Certainly worth a listen. As to is my latest on the couch with um, Nick Friedman from Retire on Purpose. Had a great chat to Nick about a more holistic approach to retirement. Uh, there's certainly lots of people that will look after your financial side of things in retirement, but there is more to retirement. There is more to transitioning uh, away from work to a more um, relaxed lifestyle, shall we say, than just money. And Nick is uh, certainly an expert in his field on that and certainly worth a listen over the weekend if you're interested in that. And Nick's program uh, will be uh, maybe touching base with members uh, in the weeks to come regarding what Nick can help you with if you are looking at that transition to retirement. Just finally, I'm doing another On the Couch this afternoon with the CEO, very smart lady, Dr. Megan Baldwin of Opthea, which is looking to address uh, some of the causes of blindness and treat what is a very nasty wet AMA disease. So that is certainly something uh, to look out for next week if you're so way inclined in biotechs. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great rest of your day. We'll be back again later today, of course, with the end of day podcast. And Marcus will be back tomorrow with the Saturday edition of the newsletter. In the meantime, have a great day. <laughs>